Let's jam. Welcome to Lola Podcast! Episode 355, 335, there it is, 335. It's me, your host, Wise Papa Smurf, and with me this week is Stove again, my constant co-host. I can't get anybody else, I'm sorry guys, it's just Stove is here. (laughs) You just have to live with me, just the (laughs) two of us. We can can make it if we try, just the two of us. You and I. <laughs> nice. So, uh, so, now that you have us demonetized from YouTube with that shockingly accurate rendition, computers will not be able to tell the difference. Not at all. Uh, we're going to copyright claim immediately. Because, uh, like, damn, too close. So, how you doing, man? You know what? After this entire week, if which we will touch on later. I'm feeling pretty good right now. I feel oddly good right now, too, and I can't really put my... So, like, okay, let's just start off here. Podcast fans, uh, as you remember from last season when I played, like, a bajillion games of Poppy, um, we got tagged again uh, with a big... Big one-time donation, uh, over a hundred bucks, and they requested that we play Top Lane Darius, and that's uh, our boy RCC in the Discord channel popped in and made that donation and said, "Hey, I would like you to play Top Lane Darius." I'm like, "Well, okay, you know, normally I would just play whatever and probably play it support, but he specifically asked for." Top lane Darius. And by the way, I could have played Darius as support. Totally oh, could have done that. Easily. Totally could have done that. It would have it probably would have turned out better. <laughs> no, I would it definitely would have turned out better than what happened. But um so he's like, Hey, I want you to play Darius, I want you to play uh top lane and you know, get a W and I, I told him, you know what, that's cool. I haven't done my placements yet. Let me go ahead and knock those out and then I'll do that. But then I got like two games into my placement. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, he paid the money. I'm just going to step up. I was like, worst case scenario, I lose a few. Not a big deal. A few. I got, I got, time, yeah. I got time to fucking bounce back, even if it goes kind of sideways. We'll figure it out. It's not, not a big thing. So I was like, all right, cool. So I start playing Darius. And by the way, his request was that I told them. I can't do 40 games anymore. That is just too much. And I mean, really, it is just too much. Like, way the hell too much. Put in perspective, I played only 60 ranked games last year. Combined. Yes. Like, nothing. Yeah. I I just played, got to play it, and I was like, I'm good. Mm. So, I, I was like, all right, well... And then he said, here's what I want to do, though. I said, well, do you want me to play those games? Or do you want Stove to play those games? Because Stove's in, too. Because he asked. And I'm like, all right. And he says, actually, I want you guys to split the games. You do 10 and he does 10. And I thought, you know what? That is a really interesting way to do it. Because you get, like, two different perspectives. It gives us both something to talk about on the show. You know... And it's like, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see, because now we've got, like, content from two different angles. Because, I mean, Stove is a top laner. Like, he plays that. I play top lane a lot more than a lot of other people. And I am a support main, and that's the only thing I've ever really played. I mean, I've dicked around a little bit with some of the other lanes, but I've never really, like, put solid focus and effort into it, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, let's see, uh, let's see how this goes. And, uh, like, my initial thoughts are, I'm going to get fucking massacred, right? I already knew this. I was like, but I'm in my placements. So, like, the first game I played on my placements, it's like, you've been placed silver one. And I'm like, okay, whatever. That's not going to stay. You know, we'll be fine. This is the first season that I've went 0 and 10 in my placements, by the way. 0, 10. Like, didn't win a game of my fucking placements at all. I have had seasons where I went 1 and 9. And for all of you long-term listeners, you know that my placements are always a fucking joke. Right? Like, it is, no matter what season it is, those are the 10 worst games I will ever play. Right? For whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And so this time, I kind of just leaned into it. I'm like, time to do the Darius Top Challenge. We'll see how that goes. Stove, had you already done yours? Yes. All all ten have been done. No, no, no. Have you done your placements whenever you started the challenge? Yeah. Oh, no. I did one placement before the challenge. Now... Uh did I do all my placements as Darius? No, because one game I was forced mid. I asked for top. Didn't happen. And one game Darius was banned. So the two wins I had out of my placements were the games I didn't play Darius. Okay. So of the Darius challenge, the overlap with your placements was just one game or how many? There were seven. Seven of my placements were okay. Darius. Gotcha. Okay. So the answer is predominantly yes, because yes. eight eight of mine were Darius. Right? Yes. Which, for all of you who are paying attention, I went zero and ten in my placements. So if I lost two and then eight were Darius, yikes. Right? Okay. So that being said... Any of you that watched me suffer through this fucking nightmare uh, will notice that, like, it was rough, and I didn't, like, I felt like I was failing twice over, right? Like, it wasn't necessarily Darius, though I do want to talk about Darius and his place in the meta for sure. Yes. Um... But I didn't think it was necessarily Darius that was causing me to fail or, like, opportunity recognition that was causing me to fail. A lot of it was execution, right? Like, I found out ways I could have done my combos way better. I started watching videos on how to play Darius while I was between games. Uh, For all of you who watched the thing, you could hear that going on in the background where I'm trying to learn, you know, as I'm playing through... But, like, I felt like I was failing both as a Darius player, even though Darius is not inherently complex. 
No. And like, I watched a 30 minute video about Darius combos, which are all bullshit. I could have done that in like it's, three minutes. It's the same combination of. Yeah, like, it's the same uh, shit. Auto, auto, W, auto. That's 90% of his combos. Yeah, that is. It's, it's so auto canceling. Here, E to pull them. During auto. the E, auto, right? So you'll E and then as you reach out, attack. He'll hit him with an auto attack, then W immediately, then auto attack again, and then hit Q. That's the biggest That's bread the and butter combo. he has. That's the combo. You know, there are others that are like, you can ensure you get a heal by hitting EQ real fast. Like, yes. because they get pulled and then they bounce out, and then your Q will go off during that animation and it will always hit blade mm -hmm. uh and then the other is you can click somebody with your ult and then flash onto them and it will go off instantly or you can ult somebody and flash away and it will still go off okay i didn't know that one yep that's the those are that's the three minute combos that i watched a 30 minute video to tell me about oh this one too if you get five stacks on somebody you charge a Q, and then you flash onto the entire enemy team, putting as many stacks on as many people as you can. Okay, yeah, that's... That's, that's never relevant, because it never fucking happens that way. Because you've already burned flash to make the engage in the first place to get yes. five stacks on somebody. Because nobody sees a Darius running at them, and they're like, this will be fine. Yeah, like, no, nobody does yeah, it. Nope. Like, oh, the guy with the big fucking guillotine axe? Yeah, let's hand-to-hand -hand the fisticuffs this motherfucker. The man like, with the permanent scowl on his face? No, he's <laughs> he's a great man. Yeah, he's cool. Don't worry about him. That's the, like, what are those memes? It's like the guy your girlfriend told you not to worry about. That's like Darius yeah. as a champion, right? So, like... Anyway, these are the, like, air quotes, mechanical combos with Darius. There's really not. It's just about threading auto attacks and then canceling them with your W. Because your W is an auto attack reset. Yes. Um, and then one thing I will say that was interesting, your passive reads that any, like, any uh, damage that you do with Darius puts a stack on the passive on them. Except. That's not true. Except the inner Q. The inner Q ah. and the pull. And also, item activations don't. Yeah. So, like, which I thought was kind of... Because, like, the whip spike chain thing... Uh, That'd be... Bu I mean, that would be... That would be busted. But it, it but wouldn't... per the reading of it, it should. Because it says, like, any physical damage or ability damage causes this. You know, and I'm like, well, the whip spike chain is physical damage. But it's pro that's probably coded as item damage, not damage from Yeah, Darius. but I mean... That's what I'm saying, though, but, like, in the reading, it should work, but it doesn't. That's fine, whatever. If you were able to stack five stacks that fast, you'd be ungodly strong. But, actually, you wouldn't, because of the limitations it's... of the character. So, let's talk about that okay. a little bit. Alright. So, I went over mechanical combos, and I'm going to give Stove the floor here, but what I really want to talk about is, like... I've had some games to experience Darius. I mean, it's not. This isn't the first time I've ever played Darius, mm -hmm. right? Um, but it is the first time I've ever played Darius seriously, and like been forced to evaluate what the fuck I'm doing and how I am like everything that I'm doing. My, you know, 
how to get better at the champion, all that crap, because my rank depended on it. Um, and so I have a lot of thoughts as to like Darius, like so the context of the conversation stove is Darius, things that he's good at, limitations, and his place in the meta. Okay, so, hit it. So this honestly, this challenge has like it definitely opened up as a understand that I would say the biggest thing I took out of this is how much or how little impact top lane has on the overall game. There, there were games where I was fully ahead, took advantage of what I could and games game went away. There are games where I, didn't play Darius to his full extent to what I could and what he is good at. And I just turned into a keep everyone off the carries bot. What I feel Darius Darius is very much. He has one thing he is very, very good at. And if you cannot execute on that, you very much can't. You pretty much failed the champion. So, I okay. I do want to talk about that is different at every phase of the game, which is where I, I got tripped up really bad with Darius. Like, early game, you are this, like, super strong level 1, level 2, level 3 champion. Right? Like, I don't know of anybody who beats Darius in those levels that's not like action or something if, that you if just you can't. if you stack your passive at level one to level to to uh five stacks and you get your ad that is a minimum 900 gold efficiency from your passive alone of ad mm -hmm. so i mean there is if you brawl with anybody or you all in with anybody at those early levels and you are successful in forcing a fight, odds are you're going to win that fight. Right? Like, I'd say that's pretty good chance. Okay? Um, that being said, like, I was playing him in mid-game team fights and shit like he was a Lowy. Right? Like, I was imagining going in, or like Warwick. Right? Like, I was imagining I'm going to go in, I'm going to beat the shit out of everybody, take a bunch of damage, and then, like, swing in a circle and fill my whole health bar up and then do it again because everybody's all beaten up. That's a different champion. Yeah, that's not Darius, I found that's out. That's Aatrox. <laughs> I found that out by hard failure that I was wrong about that, and it's not Darius that does that. So, like, instead, what Darius does is you find one guy... And you stack your passive fully on that one poor son of a bitch who's not going to be able to get away from you. Then, once you kill him, because he will die, once five stacks, you're done, right? Yes. Once you kill that son of a bitch, then you get into everybody else and just start laying waste. You know, it's not, you don't drain tank a team. You spread passive stacks once you get them. Like, that's your primary objective. And if you can tomahawk chop a few dudes here and there, like, get your resets. That's, it feels that's good. Cool. It feels real good. But 
it's rare that you're going to get in a situation because remember the resets like the the ult only resets on kill yes so you can't it's not even actually i'll tell you this they could make darius well we'll talk about that later because i want to talk about what do you where is this place in the meta and what do we think he needs buff nerf or what's a quality of life change that could help him yes right i've already mm -hmm. got a couple of ideas on that well, I'll just throw it out right now because we've kind of talked about like how you have to transition from lane bully to team fighting, and it's not the way it's... that seems obvious. His right? his team fighting is very dependent on a good flank or good positioning to essentially either grab or start stacking or ghost or go well TP ghost and then just run. See, I was running Flash Ghost, and I think I liked it better. I, I, so I started, I did Flash Ghost, Ignite Flash. I did all of it. And I'm just like, you know what? I am just tired of not being able to be there because I know damn well every top laner I faced, most of them had TP. So it's they're joining a fight, I'm not. Like, Flash could have helped if I went TP Flash, but Ghost feels so much better on Darius because you are, like, you have to stay on them. Flash is a instant on them. Ghost is a I'm staying on them. See, like, I I liked both because there were, there were lanes like Action where even if I got him, I didn't get him. Right? Like, Yes. I pulled you, and I'm going to hit you with all my shit, and then you're going to swing out on a fucking vine, and I'm never going to catch you again. You know? And so it sucked. But, like, having Flash pull, and then he swings out, and then I ghost right at his face and rip his head off. Alright. You know, or, like, I ghost, and he tries to swing out, and I Flash pull him from his stupid-ass vine and rip his head off. That felt great. Right? But, anyway. Quality of life changes that... Like where do well okay let's start here. Where do you think Darius Darius fits in the meta? He is a mid tier because if you can execute what he does well, you can run storm roll a game. Like you become near unstoppable, but you have to take advantage of what he's very good at, which is being a lane bully. But it's also, you also have to play top lane well, which is another thing that's a completely different. Yeah. So, like, looking at OP.GG, I'm actually surprised how high he is on the list of top laners right now. Um, he is ranked 6th on top laners, with there being 59 potential options. Right. It's so people who play Darius under like a lot of them don't just one trick or don't just like pick him up as a nothing. You do set you do you do that with set you do that with Aatrox you do that with any tank Malphite Orn whatever. Darius is like I like how this character plays and I'm going to stay playing this character. Yeah, and I mean I do actually feel that way. Like I think Darius is super fun. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, that does surprise me because I didn't expect him to be so high up on the list. He He's always been a higher pick slash higher on the win rate. Always. he's He is the, what I feel is the quintessential top laner. Like, you, you are in that lane, period. Mm. Like, you're not a, te- like, you're not a team fighter. You're not really a split pusher, but you're, he's very good at getting ahead in lane and then stay, staying on the throat of the enemy. Yeah. Cause the games yeah. I was doing well in lane, I'm standing at my enemy's casters and the enemy cannot step up. Because guess what? They step up, I start stacking, boom, I get thousands of gold, like a thousand gold worth of AD just because you stepped up. Right. So, in terms of like where he fits in the meta, I think Darius is actually like okay. He's he's strong at various things and he, like like I said, the damage is nuts. Like, He's strong at those things. Even when behind, he still has good damage. It's that uh, the problems with Darius is that he takes a lot of mobility. Like, you have to supplement mobility to do anything. Yes. And so that's tough, but that's supposed to be the bruiser's, you know. Supposed to be. It's supposed to be your Achilles heel, right? The other thing that I think is difficult with Darius is like you have to build at least two items of offense and then pretty much defense. And those items are not cheap. Like so you have to do your mythic and like sterics. Yeah, mythic sterics and then your defensive item unless it's something that like if they're if they're running like three AP, yeah, you can ru- you could supplement a Spirit Visage as a yeah, second item. A spirit visage, yeah. Or if they're running a whole AD comp, you could just supplement a Dead Man's or a Thorn Mail second. Mm-hmm. And it's still gonna work. Yeah, I mean, you're still like, you're alive and it, Dead Man's in particular helps you close that gap. Because remember, movement is one of his biggest problems. Yes. So I, I've, I was honestly surprised. He could basically build any bruiser item like it it was actually shocking i'm like oh i'm probably gonna build was it a stride breaker or gore drinker no he could do he could do trinity force a lot apparently apparently trinity force is really good i haven't seen that in a while but i played it a couple of games i didn't really i mean it does a lot of damage on like the w yes right because you'll hit and then your w and you're like holy shit i just did 40 percent of their health Right, like just auto W, and then the rest of the shit goes through, and or even Sunderer. I went Sunderer into a one of the tanks, and it didn't feel horrible. Oh, uh, one more thing I want to add is like a tip, to, and Sunderer I thought was good too. Um, one thing I do want to add is a tip to people that are going to play Darius. Maybe if you hear this and you're like, "Yeah, that sounds fun," um, I made it. I lost a couple of kills because I didn't ult. And yes. I didn't, and I didn't ult mm-hmm. because I wanted to kill them with the ult, mm-hmm. right? And I should have because it would have given me an additional stack, and then they would have died. Because like, okay, 
So, I had them at like 40%. They have four stacks or whatever. If I would have ulted, I would have dropped them down to like 15%, and they would have bled out on my pick damage from my passive, right? Yes. However, I didn't ult because I was waiting for the tick damage, and then I, yeah, like right at the end. You right? want the power fantasy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely do. And so, like, and then I have a reset if something else happens. And I'm like, well, okay, so the reality is if you've got enough stacks, just fucking chop them. Like, don't, don't oh, bother. Four is still something. Oh, it's a like, lot. Yeah, like, four is a lot of damage. So, I mean, don't make that mistake that I made. And I kind of started learning from that towards the end. But um, anyway. I thought it was really interesting. His ult also has a channel time. Please understand that. I made that mistake too many times where I go up. It, the ult flash thing kind of dramatically reduces it, by the way. Do not flash ult somebody. Ult and then flash onto them. Like, hit ult and you'll start running at them and then flash. And you'll, like, it cuts half the animation out. They have no reaction okay. time. It's really good. You know. Again, I didn't know that. I'm not... I or or if you if you are ulting and they're gonna kill you while you're in your ult animation, you can flash out and you'll land with the chop and it'll still go through. Okay. And this, that one's that one's good too. This was definitely a I know like I, I have sixty thousand mastery on him. I understand how he works. I understand the basics. The big thing that frustrated me during this whole thing was I don't know these matchups that well. Yeah, and no, I, I didn't know the matchups at all. And I and knew, like, like I knew all. the matchups with a different champion. Like, See, I, I went in blind as a dumbass. Like, well, I this this is why this is good because you're going in blind as hell. I'm going in with like the top laner. Like, I have faced, I've faced Nars, I've faced Teemos, I've faced Jaces, I've faced every ADC up there known to man. Yeah. ADC's top range top players. Like I don't even like I <laughs> he get why. Understands. No, I I got it. Like I I used to I had to play against Vayne once and that was fucking miserable. Like I get it because it's like you automatically take harass and you do it in a way that makes it very difficult to ever like you just have to all in. Yes. And like with Darius, it's very difficult because. Like the amount of mobility that they have put into the game um, has made Darius's kit feel Old. outdated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like, cause it used to be that if you got that pull off, you have that the fight is on, right? Like, no matter what, we're we're fighting, right? Um, there were very few champions that could get out of that. Now, not so much. Now it feels like, like God, I, I played against a Zeri top and an Action top and a, you know whatever. Like, you just can't do anything to half of these champions because, like, with Action in particular, I had to have both summoner spells up, or I didn't stand a chance of all like in an yeah. all in. He's he's a champion of a of a certain time. I could I could see a I would say like an Ezreal kind of rework where you're just touching touching up on the a few of the abilities. 
Yeah. So, in that note, like like I said, he does feel like I feel the age of his kit. You know what I mean? Like it just yes. feels like a less coherent kit, even though at the time it was fully functional. You know, and it's he's got a fifty something percent, fifty one, fifty two percent win rate. So it's not like he's terrible. His kit does synergize well together, but it feels almost a little bit too pronounced the limitations. Yes. Right? Because, like I said, the movement is a big one. And with the amount, and that wasn't, that was a good limitation. But then they made everyone in the game have 100 dashes. And then they put Gale Force in for another one. You know, like. I think if they were to change some of this shit to be like, you can dash towards an enemy champion instead of anywhere, then that would probably solve a lot of these problems. But there's a lot of these champions don't have that limitation. It, it's a... What, what would be a like a quick fix, I think, is if you're using it to go away from enemy champions, like have a longer cooldown. Or have yeah. it cost something different or more. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I thought I had to update his kit. Just just this little quality of life change would be huge. Because they've done it in, like, every other champion that they have a reset on kill. If you get a kill within X seconds of using this ability, it resets. Yes. That's fine. That would be, like, give me two seconds. So that way if I Tomahawk chop you and the damage does not show that you are fucking dead and, it, like, one bleed tick takes, I don't lose my ult. Because you know that's mean? your big power spike right there. Yeah. Or make it like Cho'Gath, where I can see that this you are in fatal you know what I mean? Like, I don't have to guess. See, that that was a big point of uh, discussion back when Cho got it. They're like, uh, people argued against it because, well, now, now the bad Dariuses ha are caught up to the good Dariuses. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing people argued about with jungle timers. Like, that's not a completely arbitrary skill. You know, like, oh yeah, I uh, hit a stopwatch and set my jungle timer so I knew when the dragon would be up, and then they put jungle timers into the game. It Okay. That's what separates the good junglers from the great ones, and it's like, why should that be what separates? You know, why should you not having ADD separate you from being a better jungler than me? You know? This is true. Like that's uh, that's stupid. It doesn't we're talking, relate to the game. If we're talking like little like quality of life's have movement speed towards someone bleeding. That would be too much. That so, would no, solve but, all of his problems. But that's the problem. No, but very very, very minuscule only if they're not stacked. If they're fully stacked, you get a little bit more. I'm not talking a lot, I'm talking very little, but it's only towards them. I mean, I'm like, yeah, as a guy who just played a bunch of Darius, that would have been great, but then you're going to have to nerf the shit out of him elsewhere. That's, f I mean, like, you take off, yeah. what, maybe 5 to 10 AD off his passive at level 1. 
Yeah. You're still he's still getting what five hundred gold worth of stats mm. off his passive, but it gives him what he needs more. I feel he needs he doesn't need damage. He doesn't need more damage. He needs something to stick to a target. Garen yeah. can stick to a target better than a Darius. He has a speed up. Give him something that says when somebody uses a movement ability near him, then he increases in speed. That way, because those are the people that he is useless against, completely useless against. You know, anything like that would be more like, because if it's just he hits you with something and you run faster at him, he's a monster. Like, I don't think you can get around, like, you can't have a kit that th that is that good and solve its only problem automatically. You know what I mean? Like, here's your free ghost. Like, mm, I'm not talking that much. I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm literally saying, talking I, like one percent at at most. Well, sure, I'm being dramatic, but yeah. you know, like, yeah, I don't I think you should be careful with. And movement speed is such a deadly stat anyway. So I don't know, but. Like I said, the ult reset thing, you probably wouldn't even have to nerf him. You know Oh, what no, I mean? the ult reset... No, no, you don't... That would that's just fine. be like... You just give him that, and I think everybody would be like, huh, all right. You know, sure. Or put the little indicator, it's like, this person's going to die if you tomahawk chop them right now. If you press ult flash, here you go. Yeah, like, that would be cool. I'd be fine with that. Cho'Gath has it. There's no reason why, like... There's so many... Pike has it. Yep. Like there's that's just what they do with execute ultimates. I don't know. It's a I feel like Riot wants to be very like tiptoe around Darius just because he's always been like a 51 to 52% win rate top laner forever. He's always and he's been. fairly popular. And he is popular. He's not it's not like no one wants to play him. Every it's it's the same thing with vain players. I feel it's you see something that's super fucking cool, and you want to try it out. You see someone get a four to five man dunk, and you're just like, I want to fucking try that shit. Or you got yeah. dunked yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like you see the ribbon player go off and get a penta or whatever, and you're like. Okay. I could play Riven. Then you try Riven play. and fail. Yeah. And then you go to Aatrox and you're just like, ah, eh, it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, oh, it's a lot way, easier. This is way it's, better. <laughs> it's super easier. I'm barely doing anything. Why did, I, why did I try that other shit? It was so hard. This is way easier. But no, like, uh, I think that, uh, it, like, Darius, like, all in all, is in a pretty good spot, but he's not as straightforward as he appears to be, especially in team fights. You know, yeah, and that's, team fights is weird. Like that was a kind of a learning curve for me because I was like, okay, because I went in thinking I'm a drain tank, and that's no, no. you're not. You're really not. Mm -mm. And I was disabused of that opinion like fast. You know, it took me longer than it should have to realize how bad I was fucking that up. But like, it's um. Uh, you know, he's just offense, and he will 1v1 virtually anybody and then take that victory to the next. And so, like, 
like a high note with me is I was being chased by a Mordekaiser and uh, maybe a Fiora or something. I don't remember who the other person was. It was the top, my top lane opponent and a Mordekaiser jungle were ganking me. And like, they went in on me and I beat the piss out of both of them. And like, in the initial exchange, right? Yes. And then I queued and was running away right and that gave me enough health to survive and i was like limping away and this mordekaiser kept chasing and kept chasing the fjord was like half-ass chasing like wasn't really wholly committed to the M- idea maybe i'll go maybe if he oh, if he's gonna get it then i'll go or whatever and so i dodged the mord's e and hit him with my q right and i get another heal Meanwhile, I notice he's got four stacks. So I turn on him because the Fiora is like still a good amount behind. And I'm like, I'm going to kill this dude. You know, and then I'm going to take my five stacks and throw it onto her. Or maybe it's Gwen or something. I don't remember. No, it wasn't Fiora because I didn't ever play a Fiora. It had to have been Gwen. Oh, lucky you. Yeah, I never played a Fiora. Lucky you. Fuck you. I played Action twice in Zeri. I like, played against a Jace, Teemo, and Nar. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Jace and Teemo are rough. Nar is not super fun either, but you can. They were all Smurfs. They were all under the level under level forty. Because I wrote down every game I played, what I played against. Let's see, Garen. Oh, I, I have the match. Garen, too. Aurelia, Yorick. Yeah, that was miserable. By the way, Yorick. Oh yeah, Yorick is not a not a fun time. Yeah, uh, let's see. Up oh, here we go. Oh, that was another Cho game. All right. Oh. Action. That was absolutely horrible. Heimerdinger. I played yeah. the goddamn Heimerdinger. Okay, yeah, no, you got me. That's, that's, like, fuck that's just you. Pain. Don't even that's give pain. me that shit. Heimer. What I, fa- uh, I faced. And then Zeri Gangplank. Action again, Gwen, and I won the game against Gwen. It was Gwen with the 2v1 with the Mordekaiser. And then I won against the Gangplank. So, so I won games 9 and 10, by the way. So I, I went, set the bar high for Stove with the 2 out of 10 wins. And I, I flubbed it today. But honestly, all right. I fa- I'll, I'll go through mine. I faced a Cho'Gath. That was a jungler got ahead. Most of these games, you're going to realize it didn't matter what happened top lane. Very, very little of very little of what you do as a top laner matters on the overall impact of the game. You have to essentially not only win your lane, keep their lane away and possibly help another lane or for you draw to make all the jungle pressure or or pull a dyrus and have all the jungle pr- pressure and your jungler does not know you exist and forget to get dragons dude okay so i had no idea like everybody always says top lane is on an island yeah that's actually bullshit it's not that is the lane that requires the most jungler intervention to do anything. But you get ignored. 
and and you get ignored, and that's the problem. Like, and this is probably like. Remember, I wanted to get out of support because I didn't want to be in a duo lane. Instead, I'm in a solo lane that's technically a secret duo lane, but the secret is that my jungler doesn't know it's a duo lane. Nope. Right? And so, like, there are things top lane, like, mid, you have to worry far less about creep freezes and crap like that. It's really just a short mechanical duel because the lane is as long as my dick. Like, dang, that's a long ass lane. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I needed that after this Darius challenge. I mean, like, really? <laughs> but I mean, like, the lane is like, yeah, you know, here to here, right? Um, but like, top lane is like a donkey dick. It just goes on and on and on, and has a curve yes. to it. Mm-hmm. So like, you have the potential to be frozen. Super hard top lane, just like bot lane, except in bot lane, nobody knows how to freeze, and you have a support that can help you break a freeze if you need to. But you you don't have that. You don't have that top, so it's just all you. And if you get stuck out, you're fucked. Right? And, like, you have no idea how many times I had to argue with junglers, and I'm like, hey, guys, um... I got ganked early, or I just fucked up in this one trade, and they didn't die with, like, five hit points. I'm gonna get zoned out of everything if you don't come break this freeze and help me set one. Right? Like, they're just gonna freeze right here. Yep. And I'm gonna right. be fucked until that bounce. Pass River. They, fucked up. they freeze yeah, Pass River. Right, and I'm just gonna be fucked. Like, I had one where they froze Pass River. Alright, I died level one. Not level one, level like three or whatever. I mean, I died early to mm-hmm. a fight that resolved with them having like five hit points left, and then the last tick of my passive did not kill them with five hit points. Right? Was that the one I saw you going crazy about? Yes. Okay. That one pissed me right the fuck off. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that guy's dead anyway. We're still even. I, I just, and I then remember the guy watching. Didn't die, and I'm like. How the fuck did he not die? And I remember I get, watching, and I just, like, I had you muted, and I just see Papa going, like, <laughs> Motherfucker. So this dickhead survives on some shit he should not be surviving on, and I'm pretty heated about it. And I get back to lane, and as I arrive in lane, where the waves have crashed in middle, right, I instantly get ganked by the jungler and die. From the bush. She was waiting yep. on me to return to lane as like an Evelyn or some shit. Yep. That and I'm same like, shit. Same shit here, baby. And so I die. And I'm like, hey, jungle. Like, I died solo in some level one, or, you know, some early shit that I probably shouldn't have lost, but whatever. And then I got insta-ganked the second I got back. I need your help setting this wave. You know... Or else I'm going to get zoned out of this whole thing and be totally fucked. Like, can't do anything for the rest of the game kind of fucked. No, the fuck guy's you, like, you're 1-3 or 0-3. Yeah, why should I help the 0-2 dude? Fuck <laughs> off, dude. Mm-hmm. Not my fault. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm asking you for help, you fucking dumb so, fuck. This is something that a lot of people don't realize if they ever want to play top lane. By default, you're go- probably going to play weak side. You will 
nine times out of ten play weak side if you're playing top lane. The it's understandable at basically every elo because dragon is more important most of the game. Most if not all of the game, the dragon is more important. So and there's more people down there. More more opportunity for gold, more opportunity for a Drake. And there's again, there's more people easily accessible for a jungler, a mid lane, or bot lane. Right, it's just like the pull of the resources is the gravity of all that shit is too strong. And your jungler's going to be in that area. Because that's where all the shit is, and that's where all the kills are gonna be, and you know, whatever. Like top, yeah. top side you get what? Three you get three camps and your herald. Yeah. And I mean for top lane to be an island is bullshit. It's not an island. There are too many visitors to that fucking island. It's like a carnival fucking cruise up there. Yeah, that's a port of call, not an island. Don't give me that bullshit. I Anyway. It's only uh, an, I I wish it was an island. I'd yeah, much rather I, it be an island, but no. You know how many of those games I just lost due to jungle intervention? And it's crazy. Like, I, as a top lane, which, you know, this is real, first real experience other than, like, norms and whatever, and you don't really give a shit about that. But, like, this is the first time that I've ever realized how truly devastating an early jungle gank top is. Because it gives you so much authority to just buttfuck the other person. A lead, endlessly. if yes, a good lead will just destroy that lane, and you don't get to play the game anymore. Yeah, and it requires you to unfuck them. Like it, it's basically a time bomb sits up there, and someone else other than the laner has to come and like, like imagine it's a time bomb, but you're in the dark. And so you have the wires and you have the clippers in your hands. So your one hand's holding the wire, the other hand's holding the clipper, but you can't see which cord is which because it's pitch-ass black. And you need a partner to come and shine a flashlight on it. But your partner never comes. Yep. And so you go, well, I'm going to die. And then that's it. Or I go nowhere near that bomb and get no resources at all, period. You know what? The person who made the bomb, there's another person that's just switching wires on you. <laughs> just like... <laughs> it's like one of those shell games. <laughs> there's like just a yes. pile of wires under it. But I mean, fuck, man. Uh, like, that, like, that's how it feels. And for me, like, and this is, this is the difference in our experience. Like, you're trying to implement Darius into a champion pool with some experience on Darius and knowing the matchups from different points of view. For me, new matchups, it's a it's a thing where wave like wave control matters more than virtually any other skill I've got. Yes. Um I'm I having, still can't do that that well. I'm, I'm having to solo lane which is not a skill that I've actually built mechanically, right? Okay. Um, all of these things take so much of my attention that I'm losing shit that's like, 
like comfort skills for me, like warding and map awareness goes to absolute dog shit because I'm like hard focusing on executing the thing that's right in front of me. Right? And these are things I never had a problem with in support because my comfort level was high that I don't even have to think about it. Like I I can just look at the map because I know when I can. You know, and I don't have to focus on execution as much. Right? So I've gone back to that stage of like conscious incompetence where I know I am bad at this shit, so I have to like zone in, you know. And so like like it sounds like I'm doing a lot of complaining about this, but the one thing I'm gonna say, like in reflection, is that I'm actually really glad they paid for this challenge. Because oh, yeah. like even though it was absolutely ass-fuckingly miserable for those 10 games, like, I learned a shit ton doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I won the last two, even though my ratios were not that much better, but my contribution was. Right? The, this challenge, I'll, I'll even say, like, for myself, this challenge made me, A, start looking at the games ahead. Like, Review the games. What could I have done? What did I do? It's what did I do? What did I do bad? What did I do well? What did I do bad? Mm-hmm. Like, I've never really put that much effort into it because I have to, like, I'm writing the synopsis. I'm like, okay, this is what happened. This is what I did. This is what I could have done. And this is how I could have changed the game, whether it be for, for the better. Mm-hmm. And two... It made me realize I'm a horrible laner. I'm not a great laner. I've ne I I it's very apparent now that like all the games I the game two games I won was because I started just I got out of lane and I started using every kind of way I know how to team fight whether it be on like a set, an Orn, any of the other top laners I know. A TP flank, good positioning. What do I need to do? Get people off, get people like get people off here, flash in, grab them, something. Yeah, you're just it, grabbing people and getting them off? Yes. I'm, I'm glad get, you're I'm incorporating get, <laughs> your skills. Yes, I'm get I'm getting my ADC off. Giving them their power fantasy. Ah, <laughs> support, the support comes through. It cups the balls. <laughs> you gotta jiggle them a little bit. This is just whacking them around a little bit. <laughs> like a clanger. <laughs> Rolling dice. Just. Yeah. Also, it's a. It also made me, like, start incorporating a. All right, your game was a loss. Here, I fucked up. Cut it. Go to the next one. Do not carry your tilt from one game to the other because it'll just—it's a bad snowball you don't want. Yeah, the funny thing is, like the tilt factor, I didn't really feel as much. So, like, I I wrote this. Uh, I wrote this to Astros at one point, and I hope I wrote it down. I think I wrote it in the. Twitch chat, which then it's gone forever, but yeah, fuck, I wrote it in Twitch chat. Um, so, well, no, maybe I wrote it in League. Haha, one second. It may be in the VODs. 
If you need it, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be in the VODs, but... Astros, Astros, Astros. There he is. Okay. So, uh... That is the top challenge over or what? I said, for me, yes. I did my 10. Stove still has to do three more. He says, no more depressed Smurf streams. And I said, LOL, I actually hated it, but it felt like I was learning. And he said, the dead look in your eyes was hard for even me to watch, and I love people suffering. I said... I think I'm going to keep playing top and normals. It's kind of fun to be completely ass at something versus trying to retool and de-rust the lane that I already know back and forward. You know, and he said he hates being bad, so he can't relate. And I said, it's a new and fresh and awful in a whole lot of painful ways, but there's a lure to that. And in the end, I'm probably going to get better at the game overall, so... And so that, like, yeah, like, I got forced out of my comfort zone, and it caused me to be way less effective, and obviously I lost because of it. But, like, I recaptured some of that feeling of not knowing. Of wanting to, to, of uh, wanting like, to improve. Well, it's like, not only that, but like, look at it this way, man, like, Support is a solved role for me. Yes. Right? Like, other than, like, okay, they released a new ADC. You know? But, like, She's I great. know... I'm sure. I know how, like, the lane is supposed to play out. I know when to engage. I know what a two-person power spike is. I know when they're dead. I know when we're dead. Right? Um, I know when to tuck and run. I know when to ward. I know when to throw a lantern for an engage or a lantern for an out. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it, bot lane for me, in general, boils down to execution. Right? And But it's not about what I should do or why as much as it's about can I do this well in the moment, or am I going to make some sort of weird mechanical mistake or weird engagement mistake? Or, like, did I not account for the jungler, you know, or some shit like that, right? Yes. Like, it's universal game shit more than it is how to play the lane or when, how to play a matchup or what to blah, yes. blah, blah, right? I feel like I'm playing a totally different experience. Right, and I, mm -hmm. I'm, and I'm ass at it, and so it's like, it's almost like you're. Mm, okay, got it. Played a shitload of Final Fantasy Eleven, right? Mm -hmm. And Final Fantasy Eleven, for those of you who actually played that game, was the epitome of a fucking grind, right? Like. People are like, World of Warcraft is hard. Like, no, it's fucking not. Final Fantasy XI was fucking hard. Right? Like, that game, if you died, you lost EXP. And you could lose levels if you died. Right? Mm -hmm. So, like, that shit was rough. And uh, the fights were not simple. Like, being good at the game mattered a shitload, and having a bad party could put you back hours. You know? So, like, it was a very difficult game. The party system in that game 
got like if you got a bad party and you got shut back a few hours of grinding it felt miserable right and after a while you're like god damn i just could use something else to do right and so they had like crafting skills that i mean were whatever but like fishing in that game was actually kind of fun right like the fishing mini game you know, it's a good it game when they have a fishing minigame. They have to, yeah, it's whatever. All but great I mean, games have a fishing minigame. But, I mean, that was something brainless that was, like, cool that you could do that, like, scratches a progression itch mm-hmm. and and still, like, felt like you were moving forward even though you really kind of were standing still. Um, that's what Top feels like. I feel like I'm playing the fishing minigame on support. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I'm, I'm kind of taxed out on the whole support thing. I think this may be the season I just change lanes. I don't know if it'll be top, but I have enjoyed sucking this bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think mid would be a better fit for me, uh, or Go jungle, ahead. you know, than top. But, and I do like. You you said something interesting earlier, at like like with some certainty. Like I know you believe it and you think it's a fact. I might disagree with you, right? But not as hard as would be appropriate given how strong your statement was. Yes, you said top does not matter, right? Like what happens yeah. in top doesn't it- really fucking matter. Elaborate on that for a second, and then I want to... Okay. So, that statement I am very profound about is that I don't feel as an impact of the game relation to your other to the other roles, you have the least impact on the role if you just play top lane. If you just win your lane. That's... Whereas if you win a mid lane, you have a lot more impact because you now opened up the map completely. You oh, if you if you opened up bot lane, you opened up that entire bot side of the map. You win top lane, you really still don't even crack open your side of the map. You crack open your lane. That's it. That's what I mean when I say that it's not I don't feel top is important. Top is important, but it doesn't have the influence that something like a jungler has, a support has, and a mid laner have. I okay. believe I believe ADC is right up you good <laughs> You stubbed your toe, didn't you? Ow fuck <laughs> ah, I just got I just got back from peeing. I just got back. Oh, damn. I didn't even stub my toe. I, like, tripped on the fucking wheel of that. Ow. That was, like, right in the the top of my foot, too. I'm going to have a bruise. Ah. God damn it. That was, like, the fleshy spot right in between the bones on the top of your foot. Oof. Damn, I'm gonna look at that. I'm gonna make oh sure it's gonna <laughs> rub some dirt in it. You'll be fine. Uh, there's no hole. Oh, actually, there is. Ow. 
There's okay. a hole in your foot now? Well, there's some skin, but definitely going to be a deep-ass fucking bruise. Ouch. Oh, man, my hobbit foot has seen better days. <laughs> ah, fuck here. I can't even <laughs> see this shit or not, but... Oh, for audio listeners, he's about to... <sighs> oh, yeah, we got a crotch shot of Wise Papa Smurf. Right, oh, yeah. Right there. Mm. That, that nice little red bruisey looking... Ah, take it, take in my hobbit feet, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh man, fuck! This is really for the Patreon, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get tons of donations from all the foot fetish, hairy, hairy old man foot fetish people. Oh, uh, you don't want that. <laughs> Please don't manifest that in my life right now. <laughs> uh, f- fifty bucks for stove feet pics. Like, yeah. Do it. All right, I'll Do get it. a pedicure for you. Oh fuck, man, that actually hurts like a bitch. Still, it is so, like throbbing. Okay, I, uh, I I have completely lost our train of thought here. <laughs> that's oh, fine. top lane sucks and doesn't matter. Okay, right. uh, I'm not I'm not saying it doesn't matter. All right, I I definitely worded that wrong. It's not that it doesn't matter. It's the least influential of the overall game. Compared to what other roles can do. Okay, I agree. That that is the biggest thing. I I agree with that premise, and the reason I agree is like it is harder for a top laner to expand their lead than it is for anyone else. And okay, and by that I mean this: you can make your enemy top laner totally fucking useless, right? Like. You can snowball ahead. You can put lane pressure out. Never get ganked and freeze your lane and do all the shit you're supposed to do, right? You can do all that and become an absolute monstrous god. But you're stuck where you are if you're doing that perpetually, right? And you're not roaming anywhere and you can't leave a lane that long for that long, right? And you're too far away from being able to impact really anybody else. Like, I had a hell of a time trying to gank mid. Yeah. Right? Like, the easiest thing for you to do is whenever you're zoned out, go invade their jungle. Yes. That's about the most impact you're going to have. It's, you, you, what it feels like is like, Mid lane just has to win their lane. Bot lane just has to win their lane. Jungle just has to be a pressure. Like, just pressure everywhere. Or at least feel like there's pressure from him. Top lane, it feels like you have to not only win your lane, you have to impact another lane. Now, see, I will say this, though. Like, this is also coming from, in my opinion, being Darius. And I think yes. Darius actually has an even harder time yes. due to the inherent limitations of the champion's kit at extending his lead onto the rest of the game. Whereas if somebody like Aurelia goes 4-0, right, you can destroy the whole game easily because you or, have hyper-mobility. Or a tank can definitely steamroll a whole game because they have so much like a tank malphite is going to be worth it because he has such a high impact ult and orn can easily like that's a 
His ult is the whole lane, the size of the whole lane, and can knock up m so many yeah. people. Yeah. Well, and I mean, so like, I this is in. I just want to say, in context of Darius, Darius, yes, right. And so, like, your max value is kind of of a split push, right? Because he's an insanely good split pusher, right? Like, like as not as good as like a Trindamir, but like. He doesn't Trindamere have the survivability. Has, of he doesn't have escapes. Is the problem? Yes. Just you can brawl with anybody that shows up, but it's not going to be just one person that shows up. Or like a Lowey. Yeah. All right. Like an Lowey. So it's like even if you get way ahead, it's hard to extend that lane lead into something that you know it's just means more something on the game. Yeah, it's just more difficult in general. So like. I get where you are coming from in the context of that. God damn, my foot still hurts. Ah, anyway. Um, so, I get where you're coming from on that. I really do. But, like, and I am not 100%. Like, my agreement with you comes from it definitely feels like that. But I'm also not convinced that I'm just not doing something wrong. You know what okay. I mean? Like, yes. that's that's my reservation is like, I am willing to accept that I am not only probably doing something wrong, but like absolutely likely am doing something wrong. You know, due How to inexperience. Because I don't have your confidence in that. But yeah, if you, your mistakes cost more as a top laner for the fact that, like, you you've messed up a wave. They can freeze, and you are you can't see us for God, however long they hold that freeze. You get a you get a early gank on yourself, and they set them the enemy laner sets themselves up to just essentially step in front of a wave and deny you farm and exp. There's your your mistake costs you any kind of like playing potential you can have, right? No, I'd agree with that. But I mean, like, whenever we're talking about impactful roles, right? I'd say mid is probably... Jungle is the most. Yes. Then mid. Then support. support. Then ADC. Then top. Yes. Right? Which is weird, because I could... Theoretically, the last two, ADC and top, are the only two that I would consider for that bottom slot. Right? And I think it's also interchangeable depending on champion matchup because if i'm talking about darius top is probably on the bottom but if i'm talking about aurelia then i would put top riven, as a good riven i'd put yeah i'd put top as way more impactful right um because you can translate that easier so i think it depends on how well you team fight but ADC's amount of influence is literally only gated by two factors. If their support sucks and their mechanical skill ceiling. Yep. Like, those are the limitations to ADC, and mechanical skill ceiling is more important of those two things. Right? Don't get me wrong. It sucks to play with a bad support. I know. I fucking know. That's we why know. I started playing support. Because when I started the game, I was an ADC, and I was like, I will be goddamned if I play with another support that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Here, give me that. I'll just fucking do it. Fine, like, I'll do it myself. 
Like, this is what started me down that path however many years ago. Is fine, I'll just fucking do it myself. And that was what it did. You know, um, so I get it. But, if you are a mechanical god, you'll be fine. With ADC, you can always be impactful. Yep. So, but I don't think that's necessarily true in top. Because it's a lane that is super punishing and requires jungle intervention that you're not going to get. Nope. So, good luck, friends. Well, anyway, our Patreon shout-out this week goes to RCC because, hell, he earned it. Right? He did earn it. That, so, I mean, I hope that, you know, he we had mentioned that we could use some money, and this is the first month that we've actually had a meaningful amount of money come into the podcast, and that's great. And uh, it also paid for our shit out of it. Oh, I also need to pay the audio editor. I'm going to do that now. Yeah, go do that. About it. that. That dude has been very helpful. But, but this is this was a very welcome thing. And you know what? It was. Pr- I'm very happy that he split it so we can both have... Yeah, actually, I'll tell you what. I would like to do it. Th- I mean, obviously, if you're gonna if you're going to pay for it, you can tell us what to do, I guess. That's exactly. fine. We're sluts but, like that. Thank you. But, I mean, if you if you could do it this way, this is, I think, the coolest way to do it because it also enables us to make content and talk about it that's not just a like, one-way bitch fest. You know? We got to bitch from two different perspectives. Alright, so I'm, I just paid Sam... Our audio editor, 80 bucks. And I'm going to add a note that says January, December. Thanks. All right. Actually, no. You know what? All right. I got one. Can I just put one bitch fest for this? Yeah, go ahead. Because there was one game that just sent me to the fucking moon. We we were fucking storm rolling the entire fucking game. Botling was fine. I was fine. I denied their jungle. Their jungle came to get me, and I still fucked them up. We had soul coming up in eighteen seconds. the The map was darker than it was at the start of the game. When everyone spawned in, it was as dark as that map for the enemy team. What happens? The ADC backs because he's like, I have IE. I'm like. 18, we have 18 seconds to soul. Just fucking wait. What happens? We get wiped. We go to Baron. He gets caught out. We lose the game. <laughs> uh, so, you want to hear something funny? I just paid... Uh, I just paid that out of my bank account instead of the, uh, the podcast the... money. <laughs> and that's because... Even though he donated to us, it will not appear in the podcast money until February. So, fuck. Oh, well. Oh, well. It's you fine. got the money. The money's coming in. I'll get it back later, I guess. Yes. But yeah. I mean, we were pretty much ass broke is why it's coming out of my bank account. Because <laughs> uh, podcast has, like, like we're, we were meeting... Meeting the like recurring payments, like I had to pay forty dollars for the podcast hosting and for the website, and mm-hmm. shit. But like, we were not. Uh, 
I'm just, I have I'm, no, I'm looking at this game. I'm I have just, no I'm, discretionaries I'm gonna, right now. I'm going to click off of it. I'm going to click off of it so I don't say salty. Dude, like I said, there were so many games. Whenever I had that one jungler who, like, just refused to do anything, and it's like, spent the whole game pinging me like a dickhead. Yeah. I'm like, or there was the game I, so I faced a Fiora, and it was like, I was like, I was 1-2, and she was 2-1. I'm like, all right, let me, like, just stay at tower and kind of farm, keep the freeze. I look, 14 minutes in, our inhibitor's gone. I'm like, oh, well, there goes that game. I was just like, how? Like, that that's something, I, like, that was a loss. That was, That's, oh, that's yeah. a guaranteed loss. By the way, that, uh, that uh, game that I got buttfucked by my own jungler where he wouldn't come, that mm -hmm. was game two. You know what's the worst about this challenge, if I have one thing that I'm going to bitch about, is like, whenever I'm supposed to play Darius top, and they ban Darius, and it's like, oh. now I'm forced <laughs> to just play top, and I'm not a top laner, so it's like, oh god, I had two games of like, Cho'Gath top, where I still lost, even though one game I was like, eight and one or something, and we still lost, I don't know. I mean, the one game we had Darius ban, I got to play Orn and I won. Yeah. God I got the. Or I played mid. I played Annie mid because I was just. They forced me on the mid because of autofill. Yeah, that's a deep ass bruise. That's what that is. Oh, boy. Dude, it's like actually throbbing. I'm like looking around for. Go pain get some ice. Let's. Uh, dude, this, like. I bet it looks real bad by now. It was like a line before of like purple, which it just fucking happened. And it's a line of purple. That's bad. Mm -hmm. But like, ah, fuck. So like, I just, and the worst part is I just got over a bruise. Like, okay. I decided that I was going to build a golf simulator in my garage, right? Mm -hmm. So I built like a cage that has like netting and shit. Like yes. I, I DIY'd this shit for real cheap and built it myself. Right, but and I bought this cheap ass Chinese projector that was like seventy bucks to mm -hmm. like project the thing so you can hit and then it goes into the screen and then you see the ball go or whatever. Yeah, like that. The problem is the brain is of the thing is a Garmin R10 and those things have been on back order for like a hundred years and I would have just paid the scalper if uh, I had known six months ago. That it would still be on back order because I could have paid like hell if you would have asked me Blake would you rent one for 20 bucks a month I would say oh yeah sure no problem that's what I would have paid the scalper you know 20 bucks a month knowing that it was six months down the road yeah you know anyway doesn't fucking matter but so I built this fucking thing this huge ash cage and it's awesome you can hit balls into it it looks good I'm really proud of myself. Takes a lot of balls. Takes a lot of balls. Takes takes a lot. Takes a lot of brains. <laughs> it takes a lot of kushpa. It's from Futurama, by the way. Yes. The episode where they fought the brain balls. Yes. So yes, many I good lines in it. The key to war is the element of surprise. <laughs> surprise! Surprise! <laughs> and he dumps them all off the planet. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Uh, oh god. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> I'm standing up on this stool, right? And it's mm -hmm. a super old stool. 
that's been in my family for like 30 years. It's like a bar stool. And it's got like two pieces of wood that go like like this and and then the seat yeah. is like this and then two more pieces of wood that go like that. So it's shaped like like that. Right? So like give me the like rock on symbol where you hold bull up your horns. pinky. Yeah, the bullhorns. You hold up your pinky you and go. you hold up your index finger and then put your like Spider-Man it. together and Spider-Man that shit. And that's kind of what the seat looks like. And it goes out, right? So like it I'm standing on this fucking thing doing something with the projector and the thing wobbles, right? And I'm like, "Oh shit, I need to jump off this stool or I'm going to fall and it's going to hurt." Right? Cuz the last thing I want to do is like go Wah! and then land on a stool and be paralyzed or whatever, right? So I'm trying to like jump straight up and then also land like just up Out. and then land down into the side, right? But as I jump straight up to try to land on the side, the stool goes like this and goes okay. back to the, like this. The way you pose when you're like, I'm gonna jump up, it was like one of those like 80s movies freeze frame at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was going for like Mario Brother going for a block. <laughs> yeah, but the way yeah. it just froze, I'm like, yeah. it's just like, so, we did, we saved the day at the school. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I can't get down. Please help me. <laughs> Who do I call? <laughs> So, uh, anyway, I, like, try to jump up and then land a foot to the right, but my foot to the right just causes the stool to rock. So I end up jumping up and coming straight back down on the stool. Just wham, right on the stool. It goes right in between my thighs. And, like, the, the parts that stick out, the wood smashes into my leg and I have this like burning hot pain right in my crotch well and I don't even really want to look at it it just hurts and I'm like oh fuck oh I fucked that up ow 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 you know anyway so like it hurts when I sit down and I'm like man I really fucked myself up on this deal like that was a bad that was a bad call right and it's like, mm -hmm. oh well I live I'm fine and I go up to my wife and, uh, you know, I've got like boxers on and I'm standing from behind. I go, because I, I thought I landed like right on the back of my thigh, like right there. Yeah. Right. And so I go up to my wife. And I'm like, hey, do I have a bruise right here? Right. Like right on the back of my leg right there. And she looks at it and she goes like a little one. And I go, okay. I was like, well, maybe it's just deep or something. I don't know. That's weird. And so, like, the other day, I, uh, like, a day later, I got out of the shower, and I sit down, like, you know, kind of ball, man spread all over my bathroom, right? And, uh, putting on deodorant or whatever, and I drop it. And then I look down, because it's, like, right in between my legs, right? There's a bruise on my inner thigh this fucking big. Like, a Nerf football. Like, it is huge as fuck. And I, like, looked at it, and I'm like, holy shit! I was like, Kells, are you blind? How did you not see this? And then she's like, oh my god. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And she's like, you couldn't see it from behind at all. 
And so, like, I stood and I took, like, a butt crack picture just to see what... Like, <laughs> for the only fans, just, baby. Yeah for the, for the, yeah, for the people who didn't like the feet pics. Uh, so, like, you gotta cover all your fetishes, right? Exactly. So, anyway... I like, took a picture from behind him, like, yeah, there was like that much bruise showing, and she just thought I was a huge pussy because I was complaining about it. But in fact, it's like one of the biggest, nastiest bruises. And like right now, it's fading. And on the other side, it was where she could see, and it was also like kind of inside thigh, yeah. but it wasn't that bad. But holy shit. Like nuts. Good night, everybody!